to do. Recording. I have no idea what races we're talking about. I I do. Why? I know. I know what race we're. Sorry. I should say we are on episode fifty-nine, inching closer and closer to episode sixty. Some say the penultimate podcast. Some say point. not. Yes. <laughs> Um, that'll be a big, I think 75 will be a big number for us. And then obviously a hundred. Uh, but anyway, we are recapping two races. That seems to be our theme this year. We'd like to do megapods. Um, and I think all of our listeners really benefit from that. So we are recapping the, <laughs> I want to say a viewer <laughs> podcast to listen to. <laughs> yeah. It, it means that each podcast we produce is that much better because it has twice as many jokes. Um, so I think right. we are recapping the German GP as well as the Portugal Portugal GP. Is that correct? That sounds right. Y- yes, technically it was the what Eiffel Grand Prix held uh, at Nuremberg. Yes, Nuremberg. You're absolutely Nuremberg correct. Berlin. Now, where do they get that? Where does that come from? Is that a brand? I assume a sponsor yeah, pays for it. I believe it oh, was. I the- I, no. Okay. G- I think it's a geographic reference to the Eiffel Mountains. Oh, not okay. the Eiffel Tower. I stand corrected. Which is in Paris. <laughs> it says here the Aramco Grosser Prix der Eiffel 2020 Grand Prix. That's the full beautiful name. accent. <laughs> <laughs> Followed up by the Heineken Grande Premio de Portugal 2020. That would be a hmm. cool place to go instead of canada we, we head over to portugal i'd like to do that and then boom expense it so well carolyn will pay for it because from ebay i i think we should um i think we should set our sights on a little petrol trip to europe surrounding the 24 hours of le mans i would really like to go to that and then maybe we can sneak in a an f1 gp on the next weekend you know eight days we, we, yeah, we can barely get a podcast scheduled. How the yeah, heck are we going to get a trip to Europe for F1? Well, I think we all get out of bed a bit more for a European trip than a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you're going to catch Fair. me at the 24 Hours of Le Mans soon enough. Um, I would, I I would invite you really, all to join me. I would love to join you there. Also, none of our pods are as good as the ones that we do from the... Yes. Grand Prix location. Those are Rumble. free home pods. Yes. The Zinfandel pod was our best point. content. When we're ever. on locale, I mean, we really turn them out. You got a nice Zinfandel in you, and boom, you got, <laughs> that, got the race coursing through your veins. It's great. How many years ago was that? Like three now? Two? Ages. We missed, we missed the last one. Scott was at the one before that. And then you weren't at the last time we went to... Can you Montreal, say we, right? We missed one. It didn't happen, right? It didn't it happen. Didn't happen. Right. Okay. 2020 didn't happen. The Royal We. We missed it. Gotcha. I think it was I think it was that was 2018. That one. Yes, that sounds right. Oh, time flies. Yeah. All right. Yes, because that we all, we've only had actual decent seats twice now. And that was the first year. Yes, that's correct. Because we talked about the long walk. The march of death, which to resulted the, to in good two. seats. Those are seats were awesome. <laughs> All right. Back to Germany now. Um, so it seems like um, 
ancient, ancient while ago, but uh, yeah, cheers, cheers to you, Andrew. <laughs> what is this? It's a margarita. Um, it was Columbus Day weekend or Indigenous People's Day weekend, depending on your location. Um, no, it was a town by town distinction at this point. And uh, it was, I had never seen a race at the Nuremberg Grin that I recall. So it was a new track to me. Uh, not, not a new track to all the drivers, but it was, I thought it was a pretty good track. Qualifying was, of course, Mercedes, Mercedes. Interestingly, Botas, Hamilton, then Verstappen, then uh, Leclerc. Uh, and then in the race, there was a fair amount of action. Um, I, I think I'm not going to be able to recap everything, but uh, Hamilton won. No shocker there. Botas, we'll talk about what happened to him. Um, Verstappen yeah. came second. And the big, I think the biggest news is Danny Rick getting a podium. We know the tattoo bet paid off finally. Um, and then we had Sergio Perez, Carlos Sainz, Gasly, Leclerc. So um, I thought it was a pretty good race in Germany. Can you, can you explain the tattoo bet for the people who yeah. may not know? Good prompt. Uh, so Daniel Ricardo had made it at, at Renault, made a bet with the team principal, Cyril, Abu Djibouti. Uh, that if Ricardo got a podium this season, which was, you know, looking pretty iffy, that Cyril would get a tattoo. Daniel picks what the design, Cyril picks the size and location. Okay. So, you know, it came about because uh, Daniel was showing Cyril one of his new tattoos, and Cyril's like, what are you? Cyril doesn't have any tattoos. And he's like, how do you how do you choose this? And then they came up with this bet. There were quote, I think, I think I'm quoting them accurately here, a couple of beers involved. So they were they were drunk. Uh, and it's remained as of this recording, it is unknown what I think Ricardo's Daniel's waiting on Cyril to choose the location and size before he picks the design. But Daniel has said it's going to be related to the race. So I don't know whether it's like the the, the Lightning SSs or a, a swastika or whatever oh, Germany has going for them. Oh, boy. Well, it is Nuremberg, so I guess, yeah. I think um, <clears throat> I wish it was I thought it was a good race overall. I mean. I'm chalking up most of the boredom to Mercedes just being better than everyone and just the midfield. But I would like to see some some racing on the old track. I was just looking this up, and I Nuremberg has Nuremberg Ring has the short track which they raced F1, and then they have a 13 mile through the woods track. It would be really cool if F1. Maybe not F1, but it would be cool to see an event on the on the large track. Because I mean, the infrastructure would be a nightmare. The tires would be a nightmare, but it'd be cool. It'd be cool to see that track in its full glory. So, haven't there been a number of uh, infamous fatalities on that track, specifically related to the the in going through the woods? 
And so, so that's one I'm sure they could address that. From a maybe not 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 as much of a concern in 2020, maybe they missed their opportunity to do it. But as a spectator, that sucks. If you're paying 200 euro to get a seat and it's a 10 lap race, I mean, you only see the cars 10 times. That's awful. But in the in the age of COVID, that's perfect, right? Now, many spectators maybe we take advantage. That's what I said. They missed their opportunity. Oh, did, did you say that? Yeah. So they do. They do still I race. You saying that they still they still race on the large track. Sounds like there is um, like twenty four hour events are typically held there. <laughs> so it doesn't sound like fatality. I think they fixed some of the fatalities, although you wouldn't mind if we saw some fatalities. Oh, oh. where did you? <laughs> <laughs> where'd you come up with that someone gave you that name don't lie right, just, so that, just so the listeners know uh the guy in charge of the zoom is giving other zoom attendees creative names juvenile names in in the zoom <laughs> oh my god <laughs> fun okay. feature good stuff that is cool i didn't know you could do that good stuff <laughs> <laughs> all right I, I was busy doing that I, I i wasn't paying too much attention sorry i would love to get a um i'm gonna do a little research on the side here after the podcast but i'd like to get an aerial shot of that through the woods track have you guys rather you checked that out does it look interesting from a um landscape perspective i know you're usually on top of that i haven't looked at hypothetical tracks i do want to say we you know we haven't said anything <laughs> At the, at the German Grand Prix, Hamilton tied Schumacher's win, win record, 91 win, wins. So that yep. was pretty substantial. Aside from the exciting news that Daniel Ricciardo caught the podium. Did anyone else read the article? I sent this out to the group. I doubt you read it about um, comparing Lewis's wins to other great racers. Did anyone read that? No. Can no. you give a little, maybe a little recap? They uh, they tried to take obviously the variables out of it, standard regression analysis, and to try to figure out who the best racer was. Yeah. And uh, Lewis was not top. I think Fangio was top, but um, he was up there, top ten. But I think Schumacher came out ahead of him. Um, really? Based on this analysis, yeah. Where did uh, Vettel land? I don't think I saw him on the top 10 um you know they, they looked at like how many you know the gap in seconds and points versus people in the same car you know so sort of a couple things on that one Schumacher had explicit number one driver in his contract and I wasn't a big F1 fan back in those days but from what I'm hearing Schumacher like had the team doing his bidding for him. Two, Schumacher was a notorious defender, but almost like Vettel in the Red Bull days, I don't know how many races he won from coming from behind. I don't carry water for Lewis Hamilton, but that guy is a racer and can come back from back of the pack and move through the pack and play mind games with his teammate like he did with Botas in the last two races. I've got Lewis above 
that that Schumacher, Schumacher guy. So, uh, I mean, I'm going to call you out here. I don't think you've ever seen Schumacher race. Just throw that on the table. Not live, but yeah, I've watched video. I've watched. <laughs> I do think he gets a little bit of. I think he gets a little disrespect. I don't know what that's about, but I know you throw shade at him. Um, I would. I would like to see the stats about that. I don't think you have any proof really at your fingertips saying he never overtook people. Um, is that correct? You don't. I mean, you don't. Why are you shaking your head? You don't have. You. Know, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> What did you say? I said he's known as a great defender, and I think he won the majority of his races from the front, like Vettel did in his Red Bull days. Whereas I've seen uh, Lewis, Lewis my, with my like own eyes come through the pack a lot. Have you yeah. watched Lewis a has? single race from those four seasons that Vettel won? No, not in their entirety. Okay, so you have Wait. no idea of, of Vettel. Vettel and Hamilton, I'm, I'm, I think Hamilton's better. First, I want to get that on the table. But this idea that Hamilton's world-class and Vettel just sucks, I think you're just pulling that out of your ass. I mean, Vettel also had a teammate in a, a really great these car. Are really, these are really great arguments that I agree with. So if you'd stop making a straw man out of my arguments, I never said Vettel sucks. I actually yeah. said I never even compared Lewis to Vettel. So Yes, Wait, did. Uh, when are the, where are these races where where Lewis keeps coming from behind? Because I I would love to watch some of those. So there have been <laughs> races where where Lewis there was I think it was uh in Canada in well I think in, in Monza twenty fifteen in Monza in twenty twenty didn't Lewis get a major penalty for pitting. When he yes. the was closed and he moved through the fields quite adequately. He As he should, car. because he's an amazing, yeah. I mean, I remember our first, um, okay. first okay. Canadian GP that I went to, Vettel was in last place and he was like every lap he was passing two people. And do you see Botas moving through the field like Hamilton did? We're not comparing Botas. Well, maybe to... maybe Botas didn't get a super bad penalty. Well, you, you just said, uh, okay. the, you you just just said it was up to the car, and I just said, okay, here's another guy driving the same car. It doesn't do that. <laughs> you just Don't made straw a point. Man me. Vettel, Vettel, straw could do, man. Vettel could do the same thing with a good car. Anyway. Botas can't. Show me. I, I, I do agree with you that Lewis is a very good driver. I, I mean, uh, that's saying that the, stating the obvious for sure. Um, but I don't know. I mean, John, I'd like to read that article. I'm sorry I didn't read that as my pre-read. I sent it three weeks ago, but I will pull it up again for you yeah, all. Yeah, I'm, I'm Fangio for life. I've already got that tattoo. I mean, we know Botas is a beta. He's not in the comp- not in the conversation. Now, there was some I, – I saw some pretty good quotes, I think, from Max. Did you see that when he was going after Lewis a bit and saying – let, why don't we get hop in the same car and see who wins? No, I love that though. Love yeah, everything about that. I like it too. It was pretty awesome. He was really that's, going after him. That's why he finishes where he does, and anyone else at Red Bull finishes eight points below him. Yeah, I mean, I will say, watching this whole season, granted, he doesn't win, but, and I know we all, some of us really have issues with Max, but. His performance, I think, is pretty pretty darn impressive this year. 
considering how close he he challenges the Mercedes with the inferior, you know, inferior car. One, I think it's a brilliant move by Max because it's needling Lewis to give him that Mercedes seat. I think Lewis is the Mercedes is the best car. Max wants to be in it. And I think if Lewis was like, all right, get in here, let's see who wins, that's Max's only way. So he's needling Lewis to say, like, unless mm. you're scared of me, let me on the team with you. Just so, I do think Max is a, a very good driver and has driven impressively. I cannot say it's up to Max's greatness more than Albon's suckiness. I just don't know. Okay, fair enough. I've got a quick uh, trivia question based on your Vettel hate. In the 2009 Formula One World Championship season, there were 17 races. How many races was Sebastian Vettel, Vettel on qualifying pole? And they say it's less than you would think. <laughs> I'm going to say start. six. I'm going to say eight. Rob? I have no idea. Take a guess, oh, then. Take a guess. Say a, Come on, say a number between one and seven, zero and 17. Eight. Four. He was on pole Whoa. four times. So the guy oh, can make oh, his way through the field. Okay. Just, yeah. Good, good stat. I'd like to get maybe <laughs> average starting spot, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to have to do a little bit more research. <laughs> All right. So we're good with Germany, German Grand Prix. Yep. Any other, I don't think there's anything else notable from that one. But. I have another one more fun fact based on the 2009 season. Yeah. Keep the stats coming. I like this. What? Yeah. What wait, this is place better. in the world driver's championship standings was Vettel in after the second to last race of the season. So going into the final race, what position was he in before he came in first? Second. Third. Third. Fourth. No. What? Yeah. Great season. Real, real racing when there were actual, actual races. Unlike today where. What happened to F1? Chalking it up. That's going on here. Who was it? I wonder who was in ahead of him. Weber? Before the race, Mark Weber was in first. Lewis Hamilton was in third, and Robert, our boy Robert Kubica, was in second. Oh, oh my wow. God! <laughs> Got to hand was, it to there him. There was huh? wild movement. This oh, is, this is such a close. Damn! Remember when they did the double dobby? <laughs> Bring that back. Man, double yeah, point. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Now that I'm looking at this further, I may be reading this all wrong. So let's just move on. Uh, oh, my. What? Can you explain Please. that? What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what part did I you read I think I'm wrong? looking at race <laughs> finishes here <laughs> during in the world standings uh, table. Race so it finishes? Wasn't, it's, not a, it's not like a cumulative movement. It's saying what position in their race they came in and then so with two races to go in that race he finished fourth is that what you're but telling this me? doesn't this doesn't make any <laughs> sense because it also has vettel in second <laughs> so, okay let's just move on <laughs> just, well oh, what about the, that poll stat you threw out was that is that a lie too <laughs> um no this is I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go no this is very bad 
<laughs> you said this is 2009? Oh, my God. 2009. 2009. I was, I was still in uni. Okay, I could even point. be lo- Jen, I think Jensen, I'm looking at the wrong Jensen year. Jensen Button. <laughs> Jensen Button <laughs> finished first. <laughs> Jensen Button finished first. What right, are you talking about? Let's just move on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What a disaster. Oh, I do see okay. that picture of the uh, Nuremberg track. That looks awesome. Yeah, doesn't it? Let's do it. All right, let's move on to, so to, I've got, to Portuguese. I just, I just quickly looked up another. Uh, this one more stat. Uh, 2011, <laughs> I picked it. 2011, I picked it. You random. verify first. 2011, I picked it random. You can look at this on Wikipedia. Sebastian Vettel won the world championship that year in his Red Bull. Oh, he won. <laughs> he run, won a whopping. Two races in which he didn't start on pole. How many races did he win? Sounds like Lewis. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Five. It was a very there were a lot of winners that season. It wasn't like wasn't like the crappiness of now. We had Button win. We had yeah, but- Alonso win. Rossberg won. Vettel won. Pastor Maldonado won. Mark Webber won. Hamilton won. F1 All has the a rest problem. Jimmy Raikkonen won. F1 has a problem. Yeah. So uh, Vettel won two races. He didn't start on pole. And he had pole in two races that he ended up, three races that he ended up not winning. So, yeah, I mean, he's kind of a front runner if he can manage it. Is Sebastian Vettel as good mm-hmm. as Lewis Hamilton? Is anybody taking that position? Because I am certainly not. Not I know. I, I see the point. I was giving out fake fake news. So yeah, I can't believe you did that. That's crazy. Wow. I'm pretty excited. That's so appropriate in this run up to the US election. We're not a political uh, pod. Not a political pod. I'm not taking a political stance. I'm just saying a lot of fake news out there. <laughs> All right, Portugal. Port- oh, that was a wild ride there. Uh, we call it the uh port Do you want me to get the name? Portimao Grand Prix, although it's technically outside of Portimao at the Circuit de Algarve. Algarve. <laughs> uh, Port- Portimao, for those who don't know, is on the <clears throat> southeast corner of Portugal, <laughs> uh, surrounded by beautiful beaches. I don't know if you want to go there at the end of October, <clears throat> but in a non-COVID year, those beaches are hopping. Does anybody know where where's that place where they have the big music festival on all the clubs? Ibiza. Ibiza. That's Spain, yeah, right? Where is that? If, if anyone yeah, wants to make if anyone wants to make a same day reservation, let Rob know. He'll hook you up. Isn't it an island? Yes. Yeah, it's an island. <laughs> it's now. All right. In the Mediterranean. So if you go to Portimao for a day and then you take your yacht over there for the clubs. Is Ibiza near Portimao? Well, sure, you can get there by boat. I'm pretty sure. If you go through the Strait of Gibraltar, you can. Well, it's not guarded anymore, so you should be able to make it. Anyway. Ibiza. Anyway, uh, pretty exciting race, I thought. First of all, I love the track. The the up and down nature, the topography was a cartographer's dream. Uh, New track that the drivers were not on top of new surface really the new surface was a little slippery i thought that made it exciting too and 
Um, and then it was, wasn't practice rained out for part of it? Am I making that up? Uh, yes, I think it was for, okay. not for. In any event, it seemed like, well, you know, the, the teams didn't have, they weren't totally on top of strategy either. So all those factors combined to make it a little unpredictable. Um, and I thought, despite looking at the onboards ahead of the race and not thinking there were any overtaking places, there was plenty of overtaking. I thought the, you know, the, the home stretch was a little bit too powerful with DRS, but you know, it was a good race. Um, There's that problem with qualifying. Remember? So, uh, qualifying, Hamilton took it from Botos, and they were, they were. Uh, couple tenths up on Max Verstappen and almost half a second on Leclerc. And I think this gives Andrew a perfect opportunity to talk about the Ferrari resurgence Um, for Ferrari to be qualifying fourth on that track. I thought was awesome. Pretty impressive. Then in the race, Botas got, first of all, it was raining at the start or drizzling and the McLarens are one and fourth on lap six. But then the Mercedes dominance took over and Lewis pressured Botas into using up his tires and Lewis cruised to a huge win. Uh, Botas came in second, Max came in third. It was kind of quite boring um, at the end. I thought the midfield battle was tight and and, uh, we had a couple of key retirements from the always interesting and always tight Racing Point McLaren Renault battle, which kept that close. I enjoyed this race. I wouldn't say if you missed it, I'm not saying like go back to your DVR and make sure you watch it, but I thought this was an above average race. The first, I mean, the first couple laps were amazing, I would say. I mean, you had um, Kimi Raikkonen charging up the field like the years that he won the. Um, you know, the championship, but I mean, he was, I think he got up to seventh place at one point. I think his quote was at one point on, on lap one, I didn't, I didn't understand what these guys were doing. Like I thought something must be going wrong because he was just passing everybody. Um, and it was really cool to see a McLaren in first place, at least for a few laps. I thought that was, that was pretty neat. Um, but yeah, the, there were some interesting turns uh, the, the, uh, there's a couple like hills that they would go down, which I thought were really neat that we really don't see like that on any other course. So I, I enjoyed it. At least the first part, the second part was boring. I agree. Totally agree. First couple laps were awesome. Novelty of a new track, the kind of the chaos. And then I thought it became a little bit of a snoozer. Um, some notes on the track itself. I thought it was interesting that it's mostly a motorcycle racing track and therefore the curbs um are pretty flat because that was someone one of the announcers was saying it'll it'll throw the motorcycles motorcyclists um which leads so i thought that was cool but i really don't like this whole like track limits thing i I would just i mean i I think they're i guess they have to work with what they're given but why can't we just let the drivers try to go around the track as fast as possible and they'll sort sort it out yeah i think they should be i agree i don't like having flags given because you're not obeying track limits i think what they should do is put in natural punishments whether it's a bolt-in sausage curb like they do in austria 
Or couldn't they just like glue down some artificial grass to make it slippery? <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. I, I understand that why they can't do like gravel because that is a permanent track alteration, but just for the F1 alterations, I, I, I would think that they could bolt on curves that sure, would slip sure. down or unsettle the car or possibly damage the car or artificial grass. But you don't want to put slippery <laughs> things in. Why not? Because you don't want to promote crashing. You want to promote. You want to put traps in that slow it down and then kind of disable it. Rob's a NASCAR guy. Well, no. Well, I'm saying I'm saying it's not so bad. Like you get punished if you go off. You might you get into that slippery stuff and you might. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I. But I'm just saying. I think that's why F1's not in the business of putting slippery surfaces everywhere. The invisible hand. Some say. What do we think about Lando's performance and general attitude this race? A lot of people are very upset with him. You seem to be anti. Can you share your? I mean, he was attacked. No, I'm... By, he was attacked by a pay driver. Like I wouldn't be happy either if I were him. But look, dude, listen, I'm pro Lando. He's apologizing for what he said. You said it. Stand by it. That's all I'm saying. Can you? I won't, can you give a little he, context? To I won't explain repeat what he said. What he said he's, he's my, my mother listens to this pod. I will not repeat what he said. It was a bad word. You shouldn't be saying that. But hey, this is racing. That's he didn't. He's my man. I'll say what he said. Let no. me. Let me, make you? Sure, let me make sure I'm quoting him correctly. I missed. I, think, I thought I read I don't what think he said. You I, want didn't think, to. I didn't think it was that no. bad. Are you talking about what Verstappen said? Oh no, he said no. something bad. Oh, I think you are. So Lando Norris. Okay, I, I'm going to share my screen right now. I, I'm just so everyone's aware, Lando. See this. Lando Norris. You guys oh. seen this? <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> That's good stuff. You call All him right, Rob. You call him the, the quote. Called him the c-word. Lando Norris was hit by Stroll. Cool guy. Who's a pay driver whose dad bought a team to keep this little <laughs> bitch in Formula One. And it the 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 kicker is Stroll did the exact same thing to Verstappen in FP2, and Verstappen used some, I would say ethnic and ableist slurs which ethnic. really yeah calling him a mongol oh i missed that stroll yeah verstappen called stroll a mongol because no. mongol or mongrel mongol mongrel is not an ethnic slur Interesting. Well, I know is an ethnic why would you call him a mongol Verstappen doesn't kneel yeah, be. before the races. Is okay. he Mongolian? So anyway, back to Norris. <laughs> He's hit by Stroll so. in the exact same way that Stroll hit somebody else in practice. Obviously, he's too stupid to learn any kind of lessons. Norris was upset in the heat of the moment, called him the C-word. I, I mean, frankly, yeah. I think it's accurate. I don't who's to apologize. I'm cool with Norris. He he let his anger and temper get the best of him. The important part is he came out and apologized. I mean, who hasn't lost their temper? Yeah. I'm also super cool with Norris. I, I said that to start this whole thing. <laughs> Just own it, dude. That's what you should do. Second point with Stroll, 
he, they're saying he had like tummy issues the last race, but then he, he tested positive for COVID, right? So was there a big cover up here by the teams to try to get him to keep racing? Discuss, yeah. please. I think I think there was. Well, hold on. I want to I want to dive into that because I mean, I think there was a cover up, and I think Racing Point has said, "Oh, now that we know, we'll be more careful," which is bullshit. Yeah. Also said something about Lewis, and so he was hot under the collar because Stroll crashed him out of a good race. And the reporters said to Norris, like, oh, what do you think about Hamilton's record-breaking win? He broke Schumacher's record, as we just discussed, at Portugal. And Norris said, quote, I'm just happy for him. Nothing more. It doesn't mean anything to me, really. He's in a car which should win every race, basically. He has to be one or two other drivers. That's it. Fair play to him. <laughs> He's still doing the job that he has to do. Close, speaking close. the truth. That is totally accurate. I don't know why he's apologizing for that. Mm, yikes. You got to respect. Yeah. You got to kneal for the king. Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. He, he said fair play to him. He's still doing the job he has to do. I, I totally agree with Norris. I agree with Norris too. It's factually accurate. I mean, I could not if Norris, if Norris is in a Mercedes, he would not beat Lewis. Norris isn't disagreeing. Yeah, okay, so Norris should shut his trap then, I would say, about Lewis winning 93 races. I, mean, I guess the 93, he, and not in every race was he the, you know, the front runner by, by a mile like he is today. So he earned that, right? Norris starts the quote by saying, I'm happy for him. I agree with what Norris. Listen, I agree with what Norris said. I think that's awesome. I'm what, what the heck? What is this name change? <laughs> I love Norris. I um, think he's one listen, of the best drivers on the grid. His personality is tremendous. He's huge for the sport. Is it? Yes, he John. He he brings he's, a different vibe than any other driver. He's he's towing a line here. Do you want to be a bad boy like Max, or he's do you want to be a boy. good boy like Albon? He's I not will. a bad boy. He thought the radio was off, and he muttered it under his breath about Stroll. No, no, the, I'm talking about talking about Lewis now. No. Like, listen, dude, just say congrats, nice win. Don't say Judd. but. I I that's a competitor. That's a competitor. Like, what do you want him? Like, he thinks that if he was in his car, he would be challenging him. He thinks, why am I congratulating him? Okay, fine, but then don't apologize for it. Stand by it. I agree with that. Don't Agreed. apologize. Yes. I don't know why he's doing that. I'll talk to him about it. Max would Max would never apologize for saying that. Really? Lando would. Lando would and did. Because yeah, <laughs> he, he has the fat man Yost in his corner, making sure no one upsets him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Lando's probably trying just, to... Just because he's fat? <laughs> Rip him just because he's fat? I mean, that's fair play. <laughs> Uh, I think that Lando's cognizant that uh, he might be trying to get a drive in a Mercedes or Lewis-owned team in the future and doesn't want enemies. Oh, good luck now, dude. Good luck with that. Um, Fellow Brit. Fellow Brit. Can we take a break for our life updates? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was a whirlwind. Let's just take a little (laughs) break (laughs) there. (laughs) That was quite two races, huh? Woo. I got some more fake facts to throw at you guys. If you need. Them. I love. Let's end the. Let's end the. <laughs> the Zoom. Charlie's with fake facts. Fake facts. <laughs> Start us off, Charlie. Life update. 
C word Charlie's um, fake facts. <laughs> wow. That's uncalled for. I expect apologies. Um, You're a great racer. Uh what what's the last time we met or had a pod? A while ago. A while. I think it was uh, early, early October, late September. Before your it was before your anniversary um trip. Yeah, so I guess I'll just start there. Um <laughs> Becky and I went up to Vermont this past weekend, took two days off. Very lovely. I went to celebrate our anniversary, four years in the books. How many years? Four, oh, four years, okay. Um, we did a tour de Vermont. We stayed at Whitingham, Manchester, Burlington, and Stowe. All lovely in their own ways. And Airbnbs, hotels? Um the Vermont house for one night, Airbnb for one night, and two hotels. Um, yeah, that was a lovely weekend away. Drinking some Heady Topper now. And then this week, I'm finally completing my shower re-grouting project. It's going pretty well. First time doing that, so a little messy, and now I'm cleaning up all the grout ex- excess and haze. So that's uh, not been as much fun, but almost there, almost done. No more water stains in my ceiling. So that's the important part. Tremendous. Where is the shower on the top floor? Kind of in the middle of the top floor, yeah. Mm. I've been hearing about this grout job for probably two months now. I'll send you um, porn after photos. You'll like them. I'd like to put in a complaint on your blog. I know you claim this is Hawk, but there's just trash on out front. There's Every day another, There's another rug. So what, 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 yeah. what do you guys want me to do about it? <laughs> you know what? I will say this. I mean, we were on your little uh, vacation. The trash cans were not taken in and it was, you know, it was really disturbing. Yeah. I'm on those things like a hawk. Nobody else. I know. Cares I know. We if you here. were there, if you were there, they wouldn't be there. But I think it was like two days after. Another disturbing trend going on in this neighborhood is the dog owners just letting their dogs defecate on the sidewalk and not picking it up. Like every day, there's a new pile. It's really upsetting. <laughs> yeah, I, you know who that probably is. It's probably Hawk. Mm. You know, given his garbage. Some, someone, is, someone is throwing out a crazy number of rugs. I, I don't know who it is. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> like a Persian person live there. Like, what's happening? Oh, here? you know. <laughs> no. Okay, I'll give. Are you? That was a good I'm update, done. Charlie. Thanks. Um, uh, I just have a hypothetical question for Charlie please. and our listeners. This is kind of like a listener interactive, so you could submit this. Choose your, choose your own adventure. Let's say you put an offer in on the house, but it's a conditional offer and you say, <laughs> here's the offer, take it or leave it. Don't show the house. You have 24 hours to decide. Then they're say, no, we're going to show the house. We reject your offer. Should you go back with the same offer? That's a, this is for our listeners. Um, I don't know. I'd, I'd really have to, you'd have to make a decision as a family unit. So I can't, for myself, I would, I would decrease the offer, but you know, most people putting an offer in a house, it's not just one person. So it's a joint decision. I think, <laughs> of the day. Wow. I would, um, I would up, up the bid and then offer to do laundry for the seller for a year if they want. <laughs> wow. Really bent yeah, over. I'll take that into uh, follow-up question: <laughs> Did you do you guys exchange any gifts as part of your anniversary, or we don't do that? Nope. 
Don't do that. Flowers? What flowers? Nope. nope. You didn't. Mm. You didn't buy her I mean, we go, or anything. We go away for the weekend and go to dinners for four days and I, I vacation. Totally agree. It could have been That's a nice... gift for both of yes. us. Yeah, I agree with that. No, percent. Could have been a nice move to have some flowers or something. No, no, Joe, John, material. you're buying flowers. You gotta be kidding me. We're too material society. <laughs> fewer gifts, fewer gifts, please. Experience John doesn't gifts. Buy, John doesn't buy anything for Lizzie. You joking? You know, those, flower, those flowers right will last, now? what, four or five days max? Our memories are going to last a lifetime. I would love all of our female listeners or anyone who enjoys flowers, please give your comments in here. <laughs> and also people who don't enjoy flowers. Also Is that flowers. a new shirt, Charlie? <laughs> uh, a couple weeks old. That looks nice. What is it? Is it a graph? Ski uh, quiver. You know, all the different ski types. Looks like a okay. magazine of bullets. Oh, okay. Um, should I go? Or... Yep. Yeah. You're ready. I don't... I'm trying to think. Nothing major. The only big change, I guess, in my life is the nanny started this week. Um, so far, so good. So I think she's a little... I would say a little quiet, but she takes care of young Emmett, so that's all I can ask for. Um, I have not tried to watch any trashy TV, though, yet. That is my next <laughs> venture. Um, she often, so far, she forgot her lunch two days. I don't know how you survive a full day of watching a kid without a lunch break, but so far she's done. Two out of three days. Did she go out and get any food? You just. I offered her. Yes, she could. I said, you know, this is your kingdom as well. Have it. But she kind of said, I eat, I like to eat healthy things like fruit. So I thought she was kind of throwing shade at my. (laughs) Dang. Um, so cool she did give me some, bread, that's not your thing okay. she did give me some tips I don't know if you did this Rob but um, she said that whatever you have for dinner the night before save a little bit of it and then she will feed that to Emmett the next day she'll like if I have pasta she'll just mash the pasta up and then give it to him like a little smoothie uh, <laughs> we never did that I mean I think one, <laughs> I don't know when babies start eating solid food, but I don't think it's <clears throat> immediate. <laughs> I'm actually quite sure of that. Second, it's kind of hard to mash food up. And uh, they like kind of like bland things at first, but maybe you get a really great eater if you do that. So hey. she said, she said, if you want them to eat what you eat, start feeding them that early. So like, if you want, if you don't want to be a short order chef, Give them what you eat. I thought that's a pretty good. I think that makes a lot of sense. I've clearly, I'm not an expert and have done a lot of things wrong. So don't take my advice. <laughs> when we talk about mashing, are we talking like mortar and pestle or uh, magic bullet? blender? Uh, magic bullet. Okay. Yes. Not mortar and pestle. Although I do have one. I'd like to try that out. Um, <laughs> mortar and pestle? There's a noodle in there. My kids told no. me they didn't like peas. <laughs> my kids told me they didn't like peas tonight. They just wanted more berries. So. Okay. Okay. Um, don't, don't take my yeah. Advice. Then my oh my Anne was here for a week, so that was fun. Then my parents were here for a week, that was great. Um, and Anne just got a new uh, Anne Carolyn's mom just got a new rescue dog named Bosco, who she's fostering and she's falling in love with. So I think maybe she mm-hmm. will adopt. Seems like a really great hound. So things are good. Like the chocolate milk brand. 
Yes, just like the chocolate milk brand, Bosco. <laughs> That's it. I'll go. Let's see. Uh, I also hung out with my parents when they visited Andrew and Carolyn and Emmett and Copley. What did we do? We had a couple of dinners with them. My mother's birthday was also during the week. So happy birthday belated to mother. Um, we went over to Andrew and Carolyn's house for that. And then they came over Friday for another dinner. Good time. Um, let's see. Brower was sick the other night, so that wasn't fun. Uh, had to get up with him three times, but good prep. Liz is probably having her kid, our kid, I suppose. Um, what day is it today? Wednesday? So on Monday, so five days from now. Um, maybe when, by the time Andrew edits this podcast, the kid may be a month or two old at that point, but. <laughs> wow. Unbelievable. Anyway, today is energy. the 28th. Today's the 28th. He should be born on the 2nd, if all goes to plan. And uh, I'll probably be sleeping on a cot in the hospital until you know the end of next week. Um, I'm going to sneak in some booze, some food. Uh, I, to- I was told I can do that, and I'll probably need to download some movies on my iPad. But um, what else did we do? I watched the new TGR film, Liz and I did, over the weekend. Hold on. I'd like to interrupt for a question. One, you don't need to sneak in food or booze. You can just bring it in. Two, don't worry about that. Get downloading movies. There's no time. You will do nothing like of the sort. At the yeah, hospital? So it's, it's not like you're an underage college kid, John, trying to sneak <laughs> booze in your dorm room. And why do you have to be there <laughs> for a dorm week? life. Why do you have to be there for a week? I thought it was like two days or three days, and then the insurance stops paying for you to be there. Liz told me to prepare to be there for four days. Oh, maybe she's got, she feels like it's going to be a long labor. Well, you're not going to Newton Wellesley, are you? They might take, keep you there for a month. I mean, there are, so I don't know if this changed anything, but with COVID, if I leave, I can't go back is one oh. issue. Yeah. No. Oh, oh, oh no. Uh, so what, 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 the, what the oh, protocol... I stumbled out of the hospital. Oops. <laughs> what the protocol was for me it was if the baby was born before 8 p.m then you had kind of like two days at the next two days and then you were gone and if the baby was, born was a full moon though right after 8 p.m then you had something like three days and maybe you got an extra day on top of either of those if it was a c-section but then the insurance stops paying and so they're like you the hospital might want you to stay but they're gonna be like we're gonna send you a bill Mm. Good tip. I've got a I've got a logistical question. Do you, how do they what do they do so that you can enter the first time? Do they test you <laughs> and then like rapid test? They lit well, this is the stupid thing. Liz has to get a full COVID test. They will they, I think they'll check my temperature, nothing more. So why can't they just check your temperature when you come back the day after? Like what do they think you're doing? Going out and partying? Yeah, stupid. Like, exactly. Stupid. That's a dumb policy. All they right. don't want you coming and going, so this is their way of what what is your plan for watching the election results? Oh, Ooh, good question. I assume I'll have a TV in the room. Why not? You gonna, you gonna sneak that in too? <laughs> no, I, I assume I'll have a TV. Will I not have a TV? Tell me now. You will have a TV. <laughs> okay, so I'll watch on that. 
<laughs> what am I bringing in? I'm bringing freaking clothes, booze, food, my iPad. How, how much booze do you pay for me. four days? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Six <laughs> bottles of wine. <laughs> Just I think it's acting you, like he's going on a trip, a vacation. I think if like, you bring a, a 1.5 liter bottle of something hard, that should get you through it. John's Can going I, on a, on a cruise a, where there's no <laughs> booze or alcohol. I would like to explain myself a little further for people not in the know. Liz has a, a first procedure on Monday. Then after that, I, I, I have to stay in the hospital this whole time. I don't, we don't know what will happen after that. So it could be an extended stay here. Mm, I'm not right. asking for right. sympathy. Fair. I'm Fair. explaining the additional booze, the downloaded <laughs> movie. <laughs> so you might actually need to sneak that amount in. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and we, we already have plans for our staying with L, our dog walker. Because nobody here volunteered to watch him. Wow, I you wasn't even asked. You didn't ask. I already made arrangements. LB would love a visit from Brower full time. John, that's a wiener it's move. All, it's all taken care of. Good. Wow. I would like it's to easier. recommend that you bring in multiple small bottles of booze so they don't see <laughs> like a giant bottle, but not too many bottles because then they'll clink together and that's also a giveaway. Well, they clink together if they're in my rectum. <laughs> Definitely. How loose is I, your rectum? I can't. Yes. <laughs> I can't speak to that without some more data. But <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of speaking of uh, which, I'd like to move on to my update. Uh, I also have a child. Still do. Um, this is not a new life update, but the child is continuing to bake, um, and it's due at the end of the month. Um, it's October, so. End of next November. month. End of the yes. month that this comes out in. Um, <laughs> and the penultimate month of the year. <laughs> Correct? <laughs> yeah. Correct. I also, um, let's see. We just we just got an induction cooktop where we ordered an induction cooktop because of yet another thing in our house failed us. Um, I'm very <laughs> excited about this new appliance. Let's see if it lives up to the hype. And I think I've discovered that I have a hernia and I'm going into the doctor just for my annual, my triannual checkup. And I'm going to get this thing. Please. I don't know what you do to expand that. Upon don't that you burn, thought. you burn it off, right? <laughs> Pretty sure you don't. Why do you think you have that? Yeah. How'd well, you get that? I was lifting. Well, being, so we were going to Key West with probably 150 pounds of luggage and Last I was year? Yeah. 2019. In May 2020. Yeah, fe February 2020. February okay. 2020. Anno, Anno Domine. And I was lifting it all in the airport. And that's when I had the acute pain and it persisted for a week or two, especially when I was lifting anything. And it's kind of abated. The pain is abated and I almost never notice it now. But now that I'm going to the doctor, I'm going to say, what do you think this is? Don't you agree that it's a hernia? And I think that it's a pretty simple procedure, but it is a surgical procedure. So I'm going to get that. What? Hey, I can't believe you self-diagnosed yourself. Well, 
Hey, maybe it will turn out to be one of those fake facts that you're peddling, but I'm pretty sure that it is. Have you been wearing a hernia belt? Not sure what that is. Hernia I mean, that's pretty common. Yeah, yeah. Keep keep your intestines in. in. Do you have any bulges around your belt area? It's lower than it's lower than my it's lower than my belt area. You have (laughs) bulge. I don't know what you're referencing anymore. (laughs) I'm not not trying to be crude. I'm saying there is a there is a visible bulge, and you have a bulge on your abdominal wall. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. If there's a vis- visible bulge, then it must be a hernia. There's no other option. I'm not even happy to see you. It's a hernia. No, officer, it's a hernia. Oh, do you have any pain or discomfort during bowel movements or urination? Happy to say no. no. But I don't think it might not be a hernia. But in the yeah, spring, I can barely walk around the block because it hurts so much. Really? Huh. Yeah. That's not good. Anyway, well, I'm going to go see a medic. I hate to hear this. So here's the, now that I'm on this high deductible plan, that's the future of American healthcare, we're trying to cram all of our healthcare into 2020. So boom, have a baby. Boom, go get hernia diagnosed and treated. Everything. Jam it all in there. Get to the deductible and then free healthcare. And then in 2021, don't see the doctor. Oh, is that terrible? Did you did you preemptively what? jump up to the, the premium health plan in anticipation of new children? But high deductible is cheaper, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, frankly, I think I'd be crazy to do anything but the high deductible. It's like $6,000 a year for a family. But... What? Why are you on the premium? Uh, no, I'm in the high deductible plan. Oh, sorry. Why, why would it be crazy to, to do anything to besides... We're trying to we're trying to get all of the procedures in, stack them, so we can't. Oh, I see what you're saying. And then boom, get and then you and then you get the free services. Yeah. Gotcha. I'm now up to speed. Gotcha. When does the deductible reset next year? Calendar year. So if anybody has any recommendations on procedures that anybody in my family should get get, hey, we're all ears because once this baby thing happens, we are definitely going to be over the deductible. Can they make you six feet? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh <my God>. All right. <laughs> we got to wrap this up soon. That was a good one, guys. We really, we, we, we saved this one. <laughs> I think that was a good pod. We didn't talk much F1, but uh, good pod. Well, let's see. Let's see what kind of ratings we get on the, uh, the <laughs> iTunes channels from all the people Charlie subscribed in the Apple Store to our podcast. I think I think your your bulge talk will kind of boost us up the <laughs> the polls. Explicit. <laughs> okay. Hey, yeah, we kept the bad language out of there, but look, medical medical procedures are medical procedures. That's all. Didn't yeah. Charlie have yeah, one, no one more fake stat? I thought you had a fake stat. Close the oh top. yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, I was working on it. I was going to surprise you guys, but now that you know the fake stat's coming. Uh, can you share how, about, how about two lies and a truth? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, oh, man. <laughs> you guys are putting me 
know, the spot. Jeez, sorry, more sorry time. to put Any you on the time. No, spot no. for something you suggested. Yeah, jeez, sorry. I'll do two lies in truth, but I only have one lie, so it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Form, uh, Red Bull is only going to have one car in 2021. 20, Albon is officially out. That's fact two. And Sebastian Vettel is just as good as Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> what was this? Two truths and a lie? <laughs> saying, these are all lies. <laughs> and that's fake F1 facts by Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a segment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, man. that's good. Okay. Uh, pray, right. for, pray for Alvin. He deserves the seat. All right. And he's done. What's the wait, sorry? What's the what's the next race? Uh, this weekend. Turkey. How many more do we have to go? Oh my gosh, Turkey! I I have I'm, I've heard good things about this track, but I think it is a Tilke track. It, so we're in no, the final. Another Tilke. We're in the final. What three? No, I think uh, more. Didn't they add some four. races? Final four. Final four. It looks like. Two, two Bahrain, Turkey, and Abu yeah. Dhabi. Wow. Double Dhabi. Getting, getting down to it. Um, let's have, can we get Low T back on for a, just a betting corner update, maybe? Future pod? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to him tomorrow. Okay. I see that you do. Okay. Thank you. All right. I don't, I don't know Peace how to say bye in Turkish, but goodbye. Ask your boy Mesut Oso. <laughs> Bye-bye, turkey. (laughs) Cut that out in post. Bye.